don't know what's going on. So it's very scary. It's full mm-hmm. spring and it's giving we all gonna die, y'all. Yeah, like just start the rapture. Cause I feel <laughs> <laughs> if you want us dead, God, just kill just say that. Just say that. I'm, sometimes I'm, I really be ready. You have the power. <laughs> sometimes I really be ready. Because it's just so strange. I mean, this weather. I mean, I know we did this, but you know. It's our fault. It is it's our fault, but damn. Um, Take me to the game. You mind if I play something for you? Please talk into the microphone. Please. At me. How about that, I need, like, Charles? Okay, that's right. We always have like 70 million things on this table. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I have to scream because or else I would get screamed at. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Girls with Boys Names. It's Charlie. It's Alec. It's your girl, Elliot. Uh, we're back to waste your time for another... 30 to 45 minutes. Period. It's episode 31, yeah. Hope you got time to waste. The 31st. Episode 31. <laughs> so how was your week? Um, it was fine. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so sad. I heard from, I heard from, um, the, like, the, the perpetual Libra. Um. Say his name. Say, I'm his, not gonna say name. his name. I heard from him because I stopped texting him, like, about... Oh, the one that you were so mad about? The one that keeps standing up. Like, that I've known for a year, that I still haven't met. The one that lives in the Bronx. Yeah. But is in the military in Colorado. (laughs) Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) Something with a C. Bruh. Now he's in Russia fighting. Exactly. Okay. Um, Yeah, he hit me up. I didn't respond, and it felt kind of nice, because I always respond to him. And he's, he has no issues with not responding to me, so it felt nice to... Not to be in control and not care, right? Yeah. He's not used to this uh, energy for me mm. at all, so. I love when niggas spin the block. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, you, are you coming? Oh, you coming over here? I'd be like, for real? Ah, the door's closed. Do you, have a, do you have a wristband? No, you, you can't get it without a wristband. Make it up, make it up, make it up, make it up. Back it up. Do you have a wristband? I have my wristband for free. No. Not for free. Um. <laughs> also, I started therapy. But I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's not giving. It's not. I don't know what it's supposed to give. Yeah, it's not. I can't say it's not giving what it's supposed to give because I don't know what it's supposed to have gay. So I don't know if you guys been in therapy. Like, what's it supposed to give? Well, I know the first couple of sessions are always like, "Why you don't know what the fuck?" Yeah, I just felt like she just. I'm just paying a shorty to listen to me talk. Like, kinda. I think that's like what it is. My therapist was Dr. Jeffrey Gardier. He was actually on Love and Hip Hop as their in-house therapist at one point. That little bald guy. He's not bald. He's not bald. He's brown skin. The one, the brown skin one, the one, with glasses. He's in the therapy exactly session with um with Jocelyn and Stevie J. <laughs> yes, and and Mimi. Yeah, and Mimi. I remember so him. He yeah, is I know exactly who you're talking Dr. about. Dr. Jeffrey Gardier. He's originally from Harlem. So when he was my therapist, that I used to so go funny. to his Harlem um location, huge townhouse, brownstone. Like we would do therapy there, whatever. And it was really nice because like his, you know, his kids and his, his wife and everything were like kind of around but away, you know. <laughs> so it made me feel very comfortable like I was kind of at home and not so sterile like in office yeah he was very real talk like 
I would complain about my mom or I would complain about like my life. And it was very like talking maybe to an understanding objective parental figure. Yeah. Like, like aunt. Right. Like somebody who's not going to judge you, not going to blame you and not going to minimize your feelings, but also is going to express to you your privilege. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. So he really like gave it to me straight, no chaser. And and that was one thing I really loved about having a black therapist. It's really hard to converse with, I think, uh, somebody who's not culturally of, of the same kind of background. I mean, yeah. my, my name is a black lady. Oh, it's a black lady. Okay, well, then maybe it just will take a little bit of time to open up. Because I remember I told you, I was like, you know, I think there's like a phase you go through where it's like, Mm, I don't know if I should tell this person everything. Because yeah. you're so used to being reserved about your feelings. Yeah. And so it may take some time before you're really ready to open up. And you also right. have to like say to yourself, you know what? This week, I'm going to pick one thing and I'm going to just open up about it. And, and she, just, gonna, what, she just listens? And she know. just listens. And I think they're not really supposed to provide that much like advice. Not like, off. <laughs> Honestly, God bless her. But everything she said are things that I know internally... Well, why don't you say that to her? Everything that you're saying, I pretty much know. So enlighten me. What else you got? Yeah, what else you got for me? Because this this ain't it. Oh. I'm just saying, challenge her to have an open dialogue. <laughs> Be like, I know a lot of what you're saying. What else? Yeah. And and give me some tools. Give me some homework. You know. You she know has done some of that, but it's also like things that I really know. But you also want to help yourself too you can lead a horse to water but you can't make a drink at the end of the day because I'm not thirsty. you mm-hmm. see that's the thing like if you're going to therapy I am thirsty, but I don't mind. i'm not thirsty, <laughs> I but like i could do without right at this moment you also have to be like okay well she's telling me things what am i going to do about it i say these things all the time but i'm still in the same situation and area that i've been in for months years yeah. you know like you also have to think about what the underlying issue is obviously it's you no, you have to give it time. You have to give it time. Am I the trauma? Yes. Are you? Yeah. Red <laughs> oh. you, have to, you, have to, you have to give it time, I think. Just give it time and you'll you'll start to open up and maybe something. I'm not talking about I don't stuff. have enough money to keep going. It's not talking about insurance. Oh, you're about to say, no insurance. Well, I do that. I did an app, so I don't know. You need to find one that's covered by insurance. You have a limited time oh, to yeah. get to know this person. I'm going to look through that. But yeah, anyway, that's way too much about me. I'm okay, yeah, good. That's you're the most mixed. info we've got. Yeah, yeah good. You really opened up to us after these 31 episodes. Uh, never will again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first we're going to start with champagne problems. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Very high budget sound effects. Yes. <laughs> only, the, only the finest sound effects. On our, on our um, Stuben, what's, what's it, what's it, Stuben's Crystal or whatever the fuck it is? That shit that costs like a million dollars. I don't know what that is. What? Mm. Family dollar crystal. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you're get up and work, bitch. A lot of you bitches don't like to work. It's 24 hours in a day. It's 24 hours in a day. I mean, as she said, and I quote, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Courtney, that's true. Yeah. Here you go, Courtney. Your hair dry ass voice about. Yeah, it's you. But you so right, girl. Girl, you just got a job. Just got a job. Who started? Just started pushing peas. So you just started pushing peas. I think what everybody's biggest problem with Kim is. She is certainly privileged, and she has fallen under the white woman category. I don't care if they say they're from Armenia or wherever the fuck. You are a white woman. You grew up white people adjacent. Calabas. Okay, and who was your best friend that you had the ability to style? 
a Paris Hilton. Hilton. A Hilton who owns hotels, who has owned hotels from the beginning of hotels. So the audacity to come out and say that you bitches need to get out and work, work for what you have. Your father was next to Johnny Cochran. Part of the biggest legal battle in the 90s. Left you plenty of money. You had generational wealth. Huh. You had the, the <laughs> access to the information. You know what I'm saying? Access is a huge part of why people are successful. Yep. Nepotism, huge part of why people are, success babies. are successful. The fact that she would minimize it to you guys need to work harder, that's not the case because you didn't work harder, you, you worked, worked smarter. smarter. You had the access to the resources you needed to get to the next level. Uh -huh. And then you had Kris Jenner who had business acumen. There's not one thing that I think that they go out and work earn to earn money at they sell product and those product in turn gives them money that is capitalism at its core are y'all at the factories no from what i understand a lot of their stuff comes in from china <laughs> they're not creating sustainable products they're not vegan eco-friendly there's nothing special about what they're doing they're just slapping the name on products which they got through their privilege and you know basically capitalizing on celebrity mm -hmm. that's what they did they can all thank him for that but we don't need no advice from kim kardashian about how to go out and work more because there are people going to work for their entire lives and retire with little to nothing yeah if and I that's wanted, just the fact if i wanted to say what advice i wanted from kim kardashian what do you and chris talk about in your meetings like, exactly really? yeah and how would i be able to be in the room where it happens. That's what I want to know. Not right. I need to work, get get off my ass and work. Because, bitch, I do. Yeah. I get up I get off my ass and work. And what, what do I get? Fucking $700 a week? Yeah, for peanuts. That's not going to pay for anything. Working harder is really not the Especially answer. Not working more, working harder, that is not the answer. Nope. I would love to see... Kim, Chris, you know, go around, do speaking engagements. Tell us how the art of negotiation, tell us the inner workings of your business. Tell us what unscrupulous acts you use to get where you are. Tell us, tell us. Yeah. We want to hear about the, the, the know. we want to hear about the nasty, underhanded things that Chris has to do to get her family to the next level, like the church. You know, she has her little tax shelters, her little holdings where she's hiding up the money. Yeah, she helped found a church called California Community Church, which sits as a nonprofit charity that requires requires members to pay a thousand dollars a month and tithe ten percent of their income as donations to the church. Is this and this is a tax write that's totally legal. And you pussies better get up and work. You better work those 501c3s. You better work those church niggas. And you better get out there and work and hide the money. That's how you do it. You hide the money. You mislead the government. Yeah. That is how you earn. That yeah. is how you keep earning. And that is how you keep money in y'all pockets. And don't let the government get it. Really and truly, the, the, the truth of this conversation is hide your money from the government, guys. Yeah. You Figure out the ways. That they all donate to the church. They all don't. They are all members to the church. They all donate to the church. They all tithe to the church. Mm. And where does this money go? We don't know. But the government doesn't know either. The fact that they can get away with this. This church has been in existence since June 2008. Do you know the amount of wealth amassed between June 2008 and today's date? Yeah, somebody said, um, I don't want to hear what nobody in that room have to say about business for Kris Jenner. And Th thank you. absolutely right. She that is, is very true. She is the, the main one with business acumen that had like 
the wherewithal to to take her daughter from being like some rich kid with a sex tape and and capitalize and capitalizing that Kimberly and catapulting Kim, the entire family Kimberly between Kylie, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Rob, even. Like the kids, white privilege. It's white privilege. Chris Jenner. the law. Chris Jenner is like next She's level. She's a goat. She's really smart. She's next a goat. Level. She's a goat. That's woo. She's a goat. So now we're talking about the Nicki Minaj interview and Elliot. You like something that she talked about because you could understand where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. The lady's perspective, body, body image. Yeah. Definitely when she was talking about how being around Wayne and Birdman and them talking about like big booty bitches and the hip hop community and everything like that. I completely overstand because I remember back in the day watching BET and seeing the women with big butts and the small waists and the nice breasts. And me as a young child, as a, you know, preteen, impressionable, I definitely would see them and be like, wow, I hope. I hope my body gets like that. And I would just look at my aunt and look at my mom and look at my grandmother. I used to be so flat chested for the longest of time. And I was just like, well, damn, I'm never gonna have titties. So what about my butt? Because right. my, I, my mom was like, well, you don't have my butt. You get your, your butt from your father. And, and I was like, well, <laughs> please no. I was like, well, I, I, hope no. Gets, I hope it gets bigger. And it just, it did it. And so like, what's a bitch to do? I was like, you know what? I can work out. Maybe I can lift it that way. I worked out for like a whole year straight. And you just got really thin. And I just got really crackhead thin. And like my butt raised maybe like an inch and a half. Like it raised up, but it didn't project. It didn't go out. So I was just like, this is um, fucking bullshit. So you, dr- you stopped doing everything. I stopped working out. <laughs> Let it drop. I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> I was so skinny. I was so skinny. This is the foundation I have. I was just like, where, like, I don't see it really coming in for me. Like, right. And it hasn't. Even with my grown woman weight, like, that I have now, I have titties now, and I have, like, thicker thighs, bigger stomach, <laughs> big back, like, <laughs> big back. Your, your back's no, not that big, trust no me. but, like, I got the bacon ham hocks in here. We've seen and bigger backs. We have seen bigger backs. Um. But I just it, just, it just wasn't in the cards for me, so I just really feel like, whatever. Well, I think maybe if you worked out now and only focused on that area, perhaps. Right. Like, I think, like, I think that, like, um, a lot of people I've been seeing with the workouts, when they're trying to build mass in certain places, mm-hmm. you have to lift weights and stuff like that and not just do cardio. So I definitely think it's possible to build the body you want, but it does require a high, high, high level of consistency. Yeah. And if you just know that you are not that capable, right, if you just know that you <laughs> don't have the core operating system to do that, then that's understandable too. I always thought it was just like out of reach and I was just going to be asked out forever until Nikki came on the scene and I was just like, wait. She got her butt done. That's a thing. Yeah. And then I would just like. Sky's the limit. I was like, oh, fuck. So then maybe I can do that when I get older. And you know what's crazy? For her to say that she was insecure after being around Wayne and, you know, coming up with cash money and being insecure about her body so her one can change it. And then to become the spokeswoman for how women think their body should look because Nicki Minaj changed her body very early on. Mm-hmm. It's not like she just did it. She'd been walking around with a big inflated ass. But I think that she didn't realize the amount of influence she would have. So she didn't really think of it as a thing. But I think that, like, when you go out, have the potential to do great things or whatever, you have to really think about how do you want to be perceived 10 years from now, you know, five years from now. Everybody has the right to change 
their body or whatever they do not like about themselves. That is everyone's choice. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're doing it for you 100%, I think that it's admirable. But there is something Trust to be me. admired about real bodies that don't look like everyone else. You oh, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Sometimes you go and get certain things done. You don't keep your same aesthetic anymore. You just look like other people and you look like other things. Like there are some girls, you know, who go out and get work done, but it looks very natural. Like this is how their bodies would look if they did everything they need to do. Like Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey, Drea. Drea. That Drea is like, uh, Nikki said some other things. Trying to big up women slash not. Like I don't care. I don't know. I don't care about anything she's really talking about. I'm cool. She's with a fucking rapist that she had a baby with. And, you you know, it was a very softball fucking interview. Like, because it was Joe Budden and Joe Budden doesn't want to rub anybody the wrong way. Talk about how you're on your man's side. Your loyalty could be to your husband and all that, but you don't need to harass the woman who she said raped her when she was young. The fact of the matter is she's doing weird shit behind the scenes and nobody's talking about that. Like, you know, she's empowering women and saying she fucks with women and shit like that, but you can't be saying that in one breath and then downing a victim. I'm sorry. I think that because Nikki has legal counsel and right. she won't talk about she, shit like she that. She won't talk about that. She can't talk about that. Right. And um I think also I'm not saying it's right. I think because it's her husband, she gonna stick beside him. And that's it. You been married him after knowing all about this. Yeah, so. and they grew up together, so I'm pretty sure around around the way in Queens, niggas was talking about it. Like, yeah, nigg- niggas know. So mm-hmm. obviously, she knows to an extent, and she knows what she has to do to get that shit all dealt with. I hate him with a passion, and I want her to divorce him so bad. It take, won't happen. Take your baby and go. It won't happen. Trauma, it won't happen. Trauma bonding. <laughs> So if you're slutty and you're vegan, you can now get Pinky Slutty Vegan on Fulton, child. On Fulton. On Fulton in South Portland. So if you plan to wait on a line that will wrap around Fulton Street and down the block onto South Portland and damn near down to Bam, then you can get a Slutty Vegan Burger. Because these lines are going to be ridiculous and she's supposed to be open around summertime. And it's like, I know I'm not going to be able to get one. Then I wanted to talk about Mr... Mr. Preliminary Mayor, what's the standard mayor? The uh, Eric Adams having an issue with drill music, and that's why it crimes up. Oh yeah, but didn't he have um? Didn't he like meet up with all the drill New York rappers? Yeah, some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I had a photo up. I know, <laughs> I know. Misunderstood. It's mad funny because everybody's like, "Oh, we don't know why Eric Adams is trying to make this a thing." He's like, "It's like a war on music and a war on hip hop and a war on rappers." Yeah, because Eric Adams was in the NYPD for twenty two years. His blood is blue, baby. His skin ain't black. His blood is blue. Blue lives matter for him, nigga. He is a cop, and he's going to do whatever the cops want, whatever the, his constituents want. That's what he's going to do. Listen, all skin folk ain't kin folk, okay? Well, at least he opened outside. We'll take that. We'll take outside. So well, he did open I outside. I what else? Tracy Braxton. What's the order? <laughs> what's the what's the order? Are we supposed to bring it up at the top of the show? Don't we do memoriams at the end of the episode? Oh, should Not we? Memoriams. Girl. Nah, you can talk about Tracy. Yeah, Tracy's gone. And me and Eliante were talking about it over brunch. And we were just saying, like, she's so different from all the other sisters, you know? And yeah. and her mo- and their mom, it seemed like she loved all her children very equally. And that's one thing I noticed. And I feel like, 
you know, moms never want to bury their children. So I feel like their mom's going to take it really, really hard that Tracy's gone because Tracy was a very specific sister. She was like, she had her own super huge personality, fun, loving, you know, lighthearted, but like, serious when she needed to be she every sister had their nice role that they played but i think somebody with a spirit like tracy's i mean i don't know her just from watching the show it seems like she will be missed you know what i mean and then she only had i think like the one child and the husband so they're gonna be super sad you know her son wrote like a message obviously in a post and was just talking about her battle and stuff like that and saying that even though it's sad that i'm um you know i know she's not in pain anymore right and it's like it's crazy because when you think of like your people or like someone so close in your life going you obviously were there when they were suffering Mm -hmm. so in a sense you want them to be here right you know it's better that they're not right so it's like it's crazy i don't know i'm still struggling with um death but I, whenever like there a death happens, or like if I or if I hear of somebody dying, mm-hmm. or if I watch a movie and there's death, mm-hmm. I find myself literally like, like choked up. It brings me back to a specific moment, obviously. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> he's stupid. And she had esophageal cancer, so fuck cancer. Cancer is yeah, always really honestly, degenerative. It's yo, really hard. How many like there's met like. There's more cancers than, like, Jackson's at this point. Like, there's mammals. So like, many types. There's so many ways to die of cancer. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, R.I.P. to Tracy Braxton. It's unfortunate because sometimes when you have so many kids, like, you kind of expect something's going to happen. One of them. Someone's going to have someone's an untimely. Yeah, unfortunately. It's and unfortunate. It yeah. And yeah. you just don't know who. And it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gamble. Not even a gamble, but it's just like... <laughs> It's like it's like kid roulette. Yo, for real. And and I think people thought maybe it would be Tony because Tony has been sick yeah, with a Tom, with, for a long time. Yeah. Tamar's sick with what? She's not sick. Remember, she had like a mental break. She had a mental break, and they said she attempted suicide. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so those are the ones the kids that you're looking at. You would think, oh, you know, they aren't well, and then this one out of the not out of the blue, she was suffering for a while. You know, she gets yeah, cancer and, and she's gone. Yeah, that's really really sad. But I hope that they don't come back with the show. You need, you guys need to come close together and not like try to do a show. Just, just be there for each other, other and be with your family. R.I.P. Tracy Braxton. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from the debut of Skeet <laughs> and um, Kimberly, Kim- I need to Kimberly. look that up right now. Yeah. Um, this week we also had the debut of Drake and his brains. Mm-hmm. Please let me see this picture. I'm going to do the big reveal because no one else has seen this. Okay, we're going to look at Drake with braids. You know me, I'm not that much of a big old Drake fan, so obviously it... What do we think? Whoop! Look at the bitch braids! He looks like Adonis. <laughs> but with, with, <laughs> with proper, like, with pigmentation in his hair. He looks like light-skinned Big Sean in this picture. A little more buff. Let's go to his story. No, I don't Yeah, know. but do, do the braids think... have hang time? No, right? Because he just came out with them. Time. They're probably just like tucked up in the back. Bro, I don't need him to have braids. I'm crying. I love the baby hairs, though. I'm the screaming. baby hairs are giving. He got that little rat tail out. Somebody got that rat tail out and pushed them little baby hairs down in the you front. Why of... is he pursing his lips like that? You want to be Puerto Rican so bad, bro. Puerto Rican. He feel like a Puerto Rican. I feel Rican. Rican. Puerto Rican. He feel Puerto Rican with that hair. Rican. Rican. 
Oh my gosh. What's Drake's new name? That's hilarious. I just feel like um Ladrake. He deserves that. When name. it comes to when it comes to Drake, he he just oozes light skin. Like the make fun like the light skin that, that you make fun that of. That you make fun of. Like yeah, remember yeah. a whole there was like a whole period in time when niggas would make fun of light skin yeah. niggas. All He's epitomizing the time. it. This man be pursing his lips and his pigs. And it's like it's so weird to me because like, you know, he's one of those black people that don't have a top lip. Mm-hmm. Facts. So that's why he be pursing his lips so much because he don't have a top lips. I just feel like next is Phyllis. Does he? Phyllis. Uh, <laughs> don't give Drake Phyllis. He is personal. He's he, he always pursed them lips. lips. He always pursed them lips. He is certainly giving slide down the wall like skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rick. This woman. Okay, mm-hmm. your your girl. Um, okay. Other than that, other than that, we you know had some girls. Yes, material girl. You Savannah know. James, who is this? Who who is that? Cause you didn't used to look like how you look it. I mean, you look great. We love it. She gotta I, keep her man. She gotta right? keep that man. She's looking younger and younger in every post. And the styles, she's styling. She got clearly she got a stylist on payroll. And they come in every other day with the styles and the looks. And she's putting them all over Instagram. Not a child in sight. Mommy's having her time. Mommy's having her moment. I really, really love the way they are styling her. We need to figure out who her stylist is because they're doing a really good job. I think she's she been looking great. better for herself. Fuck keeping that man because she know he be cheating on her with white bitches. Wow. I think she's doing it for herself just to be like, fuck LeBron. I'm oh. me. Maybe, you know, having all them kids kind of took me a little bit back and I right. stopped believing in myself, but I'm back, baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Charles, okay. we want to talk about your favorite... Um, Aunt Shamima. Aunt Shamima <laughs> stepped out in her um, slave tire. Uh, her field best. Her field best. Summer girl. Girl. Summer girl, you are really going through it, child. If you want to be a, a maple syrup, if you want to be um, some buttermilk pancakes, just say that, sis. Because if that you want to be Patty from Twelve Years of Age, just, just say it. I'm so tired. Like, if she's not dressed in like a, a discount Erica Badu, she's dressed like fucking Harriet Tubman. I'm tired. <laughs> just, just, I, I'm tired. <laughs> Why would you get the body done just to dress like I a fucking she, slave? I think <laughs> Not even a house one either. She's, she was a field nigga. That's a field nigga's outfit if I ever seen one. Why would I, you get all that body done to dress like a field nigga? I definitely feel like she... Um, Please. And it, I feel like she just goes with the flow all the time. Like, I can't do the juxtaposition of this body yaddy. Yeah. And Sojourner it. Truth. She definitely looked like she should be on a coin. She definitely looked like she should be on a coin, child. Black History Month is over, sis. You missed the mark, child. If you were trying to come in with, with the themes, you oh, missed the motherfucking mark. Oh, Summer Walker is really like, sometimes I be feeling like, first of all, I like, I, I don't mind an oversized you know, dress. dress like that. That's my favorite kind of look. But it's the head. Oh my god! It. And then look at this one. She's on the floor cleaning. It's a do rag. <laughs> I mean, it was really the. Photo she's wearing shoot a do rag. Supermarket. As well, but she's like, on the plantation picking apples and shit. Like I'm too shy to perform my greatest hits, but I'm gonna do this photo shoot in a supermarket dressed like a slave. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Um. Oh, I think it's this one. You gotta click. On oh, I'm about to. I'm. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the profile. So let me look. Let I me think, look. I need to know what grocery store this is. After yeah. this fashion shadow, I have a fashion shadow. 
Yeah, and, and you know, it's not a do-rag. It's actually a t-shirt that she yeah. cut, that she slapped over her head. <laughs> What'd she do, just a fresh wash or something? Yeah, I, oh, oh my god. Because you know when you dry your hair and they say dry it in a t-shirt. And then she got the Ugg oh, slippers on. This was like the nudes you would send Massa back in the day. <laughs> These are Massa's nudes? <laughs> but you would send Massa back in the day to um, entice man. him to come to the shed. Come to the shed. <laughs> you ain't have to do that. Entice him not to get beat. I don't want to get beat today. Yes, let me just <laughs> scream it. Not entice him to come to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> to make some mulatta babies. <laughs> so you can come sleep inside for a night. Oh gonna, my god! From summer, what is um? What you got? <laughs> what was the my other fashion one? shout out? I just want to thank you know La Roach for giving us the best dress Zendaya and the best dress Tom Holland and like mm. you know my couple that I want to be a thruple yeah, with. A yes, exactly. Thank you. But Zendaya just oozes just regalness. Just like one day if um. If I could ever afford him, I would love for him to dress me. Yes, because uh, when you get famous, if we see you out looking crazy, we're going to drag you almost every episode yeah. because you're going to be the castmate who left us for fame and fortune, you. right? But I'm then going to go out, you. but then going to go out dressing crazy when I'm you had us right here to ha- to usher you in. So I'm don't play yourself. Do you. not go out and start looking like how would, Summer be dressing or how Ari be dressing or how um, even, uh, what's her name, Little Babies, Jada. Jada, don't be looking cute either. You guys need to stop it. I don't, I'm tired of people they trying. Ty- yeah, they all look so bad. Like, I don't understand what's going on. It's not giving hope. It's giving hope. I will never leave you. Before I can afford La Roach, I have. You have us. Yeah. You la-, la girls. Right. Um, Dap for Gap. Okay. Did you get a hoodie? <laughs> we, no, I'm going to go on StockX I, right now. If you're seeing this. It's if you're seeing this, is sold out. If you're hearing you this, is sold out. Three thousand dollars to. Uh, to <laughs> I spare. want. Oh, I sent it to Alex when I first saw it, and I was like, "Oh, fuck. I know oh, it's sold I out." Yesterday, but I know it's sold out. That colorway, pink and pink and pink and black. That's what all the niggas are wearing. The like salmon. it's gone. <laughs> salmon, salmon and black. That's a niggas palette. That is a, like. That are you shitting me? Sure, is a fucking nigga palette. Are you that? Are you? It's orange coral sunrise is the color. It's it's sunrise. Yeah. Sunset. All right. So sunrise, so we not sunset. we not gonna get it. Never. It's it's all good. I don't care. It's not the I didn't want it anyway. Just yeah. found out about it. She's lying. I'm telling the truth. I wanted it. <laughs> okay. All right, well, to wrap it up, um, since Black History Month is over, you can say this um, fearlessly, shamelessly. Your unpopular opinion. Oh, working with blacks is hard. My help must be Hispanic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because you guys don't want to get up and work. You guys don't want to get up and work. I have a cleaning woman. I book her to clean my unit. I tell her a week out. I give her a week notice. Hey, this is the date. This is the time. She's like, hey, can I come earlier than the time you want? Absolutely. Come get that shit done. Whatever. (laughs) You know, leave. Great. Fine. Bro, her cleaning was supposed to be at 10. I texted her at 7.30. Hey, just wanted to confirm everything. I had texted her the night before as well. Mm -hmm. Hey, wanted to confirm anything. Just a reminder. Yeah, got you. No problem. Bro, first of all, the date that I wanted her to do the cleaning, she wasn't available. Right. So that pushed me back a day because she has a good price. Push me back a day. So let's say we talk at 830. All good. She's coming. She's coming. Can you tell me why nine o'clock rolls around? Three texts pop in. I didn't even see them before the third text could ding. She's calling me. I'm like, hello. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Oh, my God. Hey. I'm just 
I worked a really long shift last night. The restaurant, I'm just, oh, I only had two hours. And, uh, uh, excuse me? Why are you calling me? I just spoke to you. I spoke to you the night before. I spoke, get your fucking ass up and work. Because the, the most annoying part about it is, the way she presented herself to me was, hey, I'm an enterprising person who wants to start my own Airbnb cleaning service. Okay, so if you know you have an arduous schedule at night and you need to make the, you need to work the night shifts to earn money to live your life and build your business, then you have to get your ass up and work in the morning and clean my unit. Furthermore, you wanted to come early. You could come a little bit later, get a few more hours of sleep and then come clean my unit. The fact that she's I spoke to you three times, three different occasions, and you're now telling me an hour before and I've already lost a day. Because I couldn't get the the day that you couldn't work, I I um blocked off so that you could work the following day. Now I'm losing two days. That's fireable. That's a fireable offense. I'd rather pay more to someone else who will show up. Mm. But if I got like some Consuela. like Consuela, and Consuela might even take less and bring Josefina. She'll bring Josefina, Consuela, <laughs> and it. <laughs> she just came. She just came we'll from Venezuela. Free, She'll work help, for free. Help her. Help. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Please, I'd like. So I'm so yeah, we're not we're not racist, but I'm just I'm saying so the truth sorry. of the matter is that there is a certain work ethic with black people versus white people versus Hispanic people. Hispanic people do the good, clean jobs. They don't make a big fuss. They'll do the hard jobs. You come in and that shit could be trashed and they will just get to working. Not have nothing to fucking say to you. I, I, you know, she doesn't know what a duvet is. She doesn't know this. She doesn't know that. I have, every time she cleans my unit and I'm there, I, I help her. And I'm thinking to myself, is this how it's supposed to, this is not how it's supposed to be. No. Like, I'm paying you, and, and I'm happy to help because I need the work done. Let's let's go, let's go, let's go. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, come on, I can't do this every time. So working with black people is very hard. I've definitely tried to hire four different black cleaners that say this is their profession. This is the work that they do. And they've all been cockamamie. Bullshit. There's this one nigga who wants to work with me so bad. He wants to be my property manager. He wants to clean my units. Do you know I booked him? And he was supposed to come and clean my unit at 8 o'clock in the morning. Do you know he texted me at 7.30 that night? Say, hey, um, what time tomorrow? Excuse me, it was supposed to be today. I'm happy that you did not text me because I was going to cancel your ass anyway. <laughs> but you canceled yourself because you never showed up. Because that's what I did. I had spoken to him a week prior, gave him the date and time. He said, no problem, got you. Is it my responsibility to follow up with you? If this is your business? No. And so when you're supposed to follow up with me. I can't do this, like this back and forth, available, not available, come, don't come. Black people need to get your ass up and work. <laughs> You're right. I don't want to fucking work. You hear me? Fuck <laughs> that leads us to our last question. What would it take for y'all to leave the workforce? Y'all in the workforce? Y'all too. I don't know. Y'all speak for yourselves. I have to find something that I love doing and be able to find that way to make that money. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I think I might be able to do that. If these little white people could do it, I, I could do it too. Um, light. Um, you're pretty. fair. I'm fair. You know, <laughs> I can lie. I'm part white. Like passing. Yeah. Passing. Okay. Whatever yeah. you need to do. <laughs> whatever I need to do. What's the what Kodak Black slave. say? I'm a what? be. I'm, I'm a house slave. I'm, house I could be the reverse Rachel Dozel. What what Kodak <laughs> say? <laughs> My name is Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm, I'm white. <laughs> Charles, what would it take for you to leave the workplace? I mean, same thing. Just to find something I'm passionate about and 
can monetize, which I haven't really figured out what that is yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to leave the workplace now. But I was ready to leave the workplace once I started. Absolutely. <laughs> well, obviously, the workplace can't quit you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's obviously a hard thing to find. I'm still figuring that out. Trying on uh, different hats and um, yeah. many hats. We What's y'all number? Hats? What's y'all number to leave? What's the number? What do you mean? Like, what number do you have to be at to just leave your job? Like, if what you number? picked up a side hustle, how much would you have to amass to say, I'm done with this? Like, 10000 15000 What would it take for you to be like, okay, I can I can sustain my life for a year while I figure it out? I have to be making at least 20000 a day. Bro, oh, my, you know what? This is why black people yeah. are realistic. No, yeah. I mean, like, if you I You can work, make $20,000 a day, I'm just saying. No, because... Literally, what I'm trying to do is be, like, my brand is me. So I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to stream. I'm trying to, you know, have this. I'm trying to get a YouTube starting. So I feel like with within all of those fucking platforms, if I'm accumulating whatever and I'm also, I guess, whatever, influencing yeah. on the gram, like, that's not, that's not. It's not impossible, but I'm saying if other people are doing it, why the fuck can I? But I'm saying to leave your job, Mm -hmm. like soon. Soon, it would be twenty thousand a day or no? Okay, let's say I have all these platforms. Right, three platforms, and from each platform, I'm accumulating between fifty to seventy dollars an hour. I'll leave because seventy to twenty-two. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I get it, girl. Okay. And Charlie, you don't have a number? I mean, I, don't, I really don't know how. I can't really wrap my head around what that number would be. It would like. really just be how much does it cost to be you for six months or a year? Still, Potentially, I mean, basically. I would still be, like, wary. But if I had, like, amassed, like, 50K. You could leave. Yeah, I'm just wary. Rent, for example, is yeah. X amount is like at least fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Like and like, rising, I can't do the math right yeah. now. Yeah, you, know, you know, yeah. I think at least fifty k. If I had fifty k, like on the side, I might be like, you know what, fuck this, fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I didn't need a certain number to leave. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna leave. I just left. You have some assets behind. No, you. No, but it's not a hundred percent that because a lot of the assets that I I did have when I decided to leave, they weren't earning what was necessary for me to survive. They were barely just taking care of themselves. Themselves, you know. So if you have tenants who aren't paying rent, then you have to chip in that rent. So there were a lot of times where I had to put up rent money. I had to. I had an exorbitantly high Con Edison bill. And I had to pay to keep the electricity on out of my own pocket. You know, the tenants weren't paying for that. Their rents weren't paying for that. So I didn't always have that cushion, you know what I'm saying? But I did have um, the privilege of having family members who were like, oh, you don't like your job? You complain about your job too much to me? Fuck them. Remember, you don't need that job. You know what? You'll be all right by the grace of God. <laughs> Everything, the grace of God. You'll be all right. You'll figure God. it out. He got you. Yeah. So I would go to work and I would complain about work, and 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 my family didn't want to hear that bullshit. If you don't like that shit, quit that job. My mother would tell me every day, Alexandra, I don't even know why you're there. Why are you going to that place? You you can't find parking. You're always complaining about the white managers, and they're they're not smarter than you. This and that, and I was like, "Girl, you right, you motherfucking right." And every you time, so right right now, girl. And I had no loyalty to any job ever. I'd be like, "Y'all let them talk to y'all like that if y'all want. <laughs> y'all y'all come in on Tuesday if y'all want. 
I'm off Tuesday and they bet not call my phone and they bet not text me. Nice. They bet I leave me alone. Oh, I wasn't playing with them. I wasn't. I had to. I and I was not taking none of that shit. But and I put them in their place and that's why I always got what I wanted. My job worked for me. The way I be seeing people rush through the train station and stuff like that, the the fact that I don't have that anxiety anymore. Ain't that a blessing though? Oh, it feels so good. Oh, it feels so good. I just be strolling. I don't have all that like anxiety and every dollar I make is my money. Yep. It's mine. Mm-hmm. It's mine. And if I wanted to be stressed, oh, if, <laughs> Charlie's looking at the time. She's a timekeeper. What is it? What is it? The time slave? What are you, the time master? You're our massa. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, wrap it up. All right. Well, that's that. Next, and next we will talk about um, work stuff and passion projects and when y'all gonna leave them the, the white the white man's job stop cashing the white man's checks when another they white kick, man gives me his check they kick me out well they didn't kick you out you on furloughed <laughs> i'm on call yeah <laughs> all right well we love you guys bye everybody yeah hopefully new york doesn't freeze off Yo. see ya what is that this stop y'all never know what to do what are the hot girl jobs? And are we still doing them? Oh, hell yeah. They are an abundant influenza. You got your nail tags and ASMR. You got your estheticians, your waxers. Lash girls. Your lash girls. You got your weave girls. Now we got the tapings and the silk presses. Yeah. We got the we got the uh, the the CNA job. What's CNA? <laughs> the C- clinical nurse assistant. Yeah, CNA is oh, hot girls off the clock. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They be hot girls off the fucking clock. You got your your waitresses and your bottle girls. Yeah, okay. bottle girls. You got your your strip club bartenders, the star tenders, star tenders. Um, what else? You got your your, your chefs. Okay. Your, 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 okay, the hot your, girl your private, chefs, private chefs. The hot girl private chefs. Um, okay. What else? You got your. I can see no Podcasters. You got your podcast mommies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your writers, like your journalists. Yes, you do. Is that a hot girl? No, I'm talking about the girl. Your YouTubers. You got your YouTubers. Okay, your influencers. Um, what else? That's it. Those are the hot girl jobs. I feel like there's so many more, though, because off the clock, the bitches be bad. DJs. DJs. Oh, DJs, yeah. You got your DJs. Who's the worst of the hot girl jobs? The bitches that do here. Bitches that do here, and remember the bitches who used to sell weed. There's only like one now, oh, yeah. but the but the bitches who do here, they are the worst of the worst of the worst. Oh. You're not gonna be giving me all these rules and doing my hair in your mama's kitchen. Like you need to cut it out, bitch. You you gotta come with the hair washed, blow dried, braided, and you gotta have to come with the come with the frontal already on. And all I'm gonna do is tack it in the front and put the blow dryer on you, and, and it's done. And, and put the, put the baby hair. <laughs> Man, back in my man, day, back in my day, when you go to the salon to get your hair done, they do everything. I might sit there all day, but they do everything. My hairstylist, May Sue. Hi, mommy. I miss May you. May Sue. Yeah, that she was uh, Asian. No, no, no bitch, you know. Okay. Um, she would wash my hair, blow dry it. You know, she got her braider and her shampoo. Yeah. Girl. So whatever I pay and I tip, she yeah. gives a portion of it to her braiders and shampoo girls. Yeah, and that's another thing. You um hair bitches be stingy. You don't want to have a braider and a shampooer. So you want us to braid our own hair and shampoo our own hair. So you just install the front of like it's real cheap to have a shampoo girl. It's real cheap to have a braider girl. If you're charging five thousand dollars for the shampoo <laughs> and 
and you can't give them a hundred dollars a piece a day. I mean, I, I don't understand. Yeah, always running late, but if you're late, there's a fee. Girl, bye. Okay, so my wig sliding back. It's free. It's free. I, I did it myself. All I paid for was my hair. I will do your hair for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, please, because I want a new wig. I need to bleach the knots. I have never bleached okay. knots before. And you ain't got no good time because you ain't got no job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drop off the wig tomorrow. Yes. But I don't like the exaggerated. It'd be like preteen hair. <laughs> I don't give you right. I got my, my period hairs. I'll come with my hair washed and braided. Yeah, because I, I don't know how to braid. So. You don't know how to braid? No, me neither. Kelsey's the one that braids, but she don't live with me anymore, so she can't braid in here for you. So Charlie can braid out on hair. Okay, cool. That's fine. Great. <laughs> in bikini bottom, I'm with Sandy. Sandy. Well, we should keep on drinking out of brandy. Brandy. He should eat the Miley like it's candy. Yeah, yeah. Body slam a nigga like I'm Randy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a hat, hit her, I'm a guap, get her, better. leave a that, bit her, better. get your block, hit her. Oh, you think you in a group? Get that shit split up. Okay. Tryna suck me laying down, I made that bitch sit up. Sit up. Yeah, hot box, dirty stick, case closed. Case closed. We grill beef, nigga, charcoal.